Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Send some Momo. Join the millions of MTN Momo users all over Ghana and live life the brighter way. So just Momo it. MTN. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joe 99.7 in Accra, on Love 99.5 in Kumasi, and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Radio Justice, Tamale Radio, Pando Pando, Fafa Radio, Georgia, and Jota FM Karaga. We are live on X Spaces, Facebook, Livestream, and MyJoyOnline.com interactive app. Now, the media news is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Drew Plus. Ghana Limited producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank, the only water story tank with a level indicator where Jura Plus goes, water flows. Coming up, lawyer and activist Professor Lumumba hits hard at government over the cancellation of the new Africa Convention as he suspects foul play. I've no doubt in my mind that there is a conspiracy of sorts by the elements. So this is not an occasion for lamentation. It is an occasion for redoubling our efforts. But government has revealed the reason behind the last-minute cancellation. We have details of this statement. Also in this bulletin, reject politicians who engage in violence and munition by chairperson of the National Commission for Civic Education as Constitution Day is officially commemorated. In 2024, we urge citizens not to condone acts of political intolerance, politics of insult, politics of violence. We especially implore young people, expose any politician who seeks to entice them with alcohol, drugs, and anything else. In sports, Black Stars finalized their Afghan preparations with a crucial encounter against Namibia tonight ahead of their opener against Kivet. Also, Cocathon in Tamale creates huge market for residents of the northern regional capital. We'll take you live there sh- to see Chef Fila Abdul Razak, who has been cooking Jollof Bangkoko Befufu and many other Ghanaian and continental dishes. And this afternoon, we take you into the world of jazz music. We'll tell you why listening to jazz can be beneficial to your health and the push by Musica for Ghanaians to hook on to it. Push worldwide. But the, the thing is, once you are, you know, very good in jazz, you can play anything else. These are more coming up here with me on the Midday News. My name is Inyamiche Thompson. We are your home of fearless, independent and credible journalism.
One of the key speakers expected to address the new Africa Convention yesterday, Professor Patrick Lumumba, has taken on government for the sudden cancellation of the event. Several armed men formed a blockade at the Independence Square, preventing hundreds who had travelled from across the country and without from entering the venue last minute, leaving them stranded. Speaking at a crunch press conference later that night after the botched event, Professor Patrick Lumumba accused government of foul play but served warning that the impending revolution will continue. There's more on this wrap by my colleague James Averji. The power above us is cancelling the program. Who must work power to them? Anger. Chaos and disappointment for thousands as heavily armed police and military men stormed the Independence Square in Accra where patrons had gathered to participate in a convention called by the New Africa Foundation, a movement running on the wheels of the new force. A political movement which had until yesterday only had a mask as its identity. Because you sent your men, Dampari, you yeah. sent your men, and then you have the others from above. You know the others, and you know the powers. This thing is we not in the remit. Is it not in the remit of the constitution? Hasn't it been organized within the remit of the law? So how can you tell us canceling the program? The group had secured the venue two months ago and heavily advertised convention, a platform provided to address the challenges of Africa's development. Speakers invited for the program included Julius Malema, a no-nonsense South African politician who has courted several controversies in the South African Parliament for his strong stance on issues of corruption and underdevelopment. Call is a call for African unity, not cooperation, collaboration or coexistence. Other speakers included activist Dr. Lulumba, who served as the director of the Kenyan Anti-Corruption Commission for seven years and known for his profound and critical speeches. We are not at that venue. But is it not the wise to say when the world serves you a lemon, ask not for an orange, make yourself lemonade. We are here therefore to say that the message will be alive and well. Another speaker, Peter Obi, who took Nigeria by storm when he made significant inroads and nearly won the presidential elections there last year. Another anti-establishment African who believes current leaders are the cause of the continent's chronic economic problems. What I always say is that it is due to one problem, leadership. It is failed leadership over the years that brought Africa where it is. It was a lineup which promised to revitalize the Ghanaian youth and encourage them to vote out corrupt and non performing leaders with elections due in Ghana in December. Hundreds were seated in readiness for the thought provoking speeches from the speakers until information got through that government had revoked the permission granted the New Africa Foundation for the convention. The organizers called it an embarrassment and said their guests and attendees were shocked and devastated. They immediately organized a news conference where they invited guests to address the media. I've no doubt in my mind that there is a conspiracy of sorts by the elements that it has happened the way it has happened. So this is not an occasion for lamentation. It is an occasion for redoubling our efforts. This is the occasion for which the English word serendipity and that was a report by my colleague James Averji. Now, a day after the event, some Ghanaians have been expressing their views about the incident. Stanley Nimbler interacted with some of them. 
programs are organized, there's an, there's an approach where you put up programs. So if he took up the appropriate procedures, I believe he has a right to hold the program. Peter Obi of Nigeria, Malima and Lumumba and Co. and Dr. Arikana, we came to listen to great minds like them. And so it baffles us so much to the extent that prior to some hours to the start of the program, we have been told that others came from above that the program has been cancelled. We're like, ah, what is happening? Even if they were coming to reveal somebody whom they claim it is having affiliation to the new billboard in town, the new force, uh, Cheddar, we don't, I don't know the confirmation yet. But even if it is true, it's not democratic. I traveled all the way from the Upper West region, precisely one municipal. I sat in car for almost 24 hours before I go to Accra here. So prior to the beginning of the program, some 15, 20 minutes to the program, we were told that the program has been cancelled. Reasons being that no one could tell. The only thing they gave us was that it was an order from above. Look, we are the youth of this country. All stakeholders have been saying youth should arise and defend the nation. This is one of the reasons we have to rise and defend for Mother Ghana. Moving from to this place, organizing big people of Africa, igniting the voices of Africa, then such persons should be uh, someone that we should consider as a leader. Father Presidency has been explaining. My colleague Maxwell Lagmagwa joins me in studio with details of that statement. Maxwell, what does he say? Well, but yes, the letter is in response to a request to use the Black Star Square for the Black Star Line Festival. Um, so it says revocation of permit, a request to use Black Star Square for the Black Star Line Festival, right to revoke immediately the permission granted per our letter dated 11th November 2023, which approved your request to use the Black Star Square for the above event. This decision has been necessitated by an unforeseen state event scheduled to take place at a venue. Under the circumstances, the amount of 10,000 Ghana CDs paid by your office to the, for the use of the venue will be refunded. We regret any inconvenience this may cause. And it's signed by H.M. Wood, Chief Director for Chief of Staff, and then um, Dr. Nadia Dongofin, who is a Deputy Director of Diaspora Affairs of the Office of the President, is also copied um, in this. Others also copied. And this is this. addressed to Black Star Line, not New Africa Foundation? Yes, so um, it is in response to a letter um, uh, to use the Black Star Square for the Black Star Line Festival. All right, thank you so much, Max. Now let's get on the line now and speak to lawyer Martin Pigville on this development. We're grateful for your time here, sir. Now, some people out there session that Ghana has been disgraced by the cancellation. Do you agree? Absolutely, Mamiesi. Absolutely. There, there is no other rational conclusion. We've been extremely embarrassed. Why? Why do we have to do this? It's needless. It looks like every day we are sinking deeper and deeper. It's a shame. So, who should be held responsible for this fiasco? Is it the presidency, the IGP, or the national security? Everybody involved. Everybody involved. Because this is a breach of uh, the organizers' Article 21 rights. Article 21 of the Constitution guarantees freedom of speech. All right? Yes, including freedom of assembly, etc. So once the place was booked, you can't cancel it at that hour. It was just too late to cancel it. If anything, the state event had to be rescheduled. I mean, come on. So 
So with this embarrassment, like Kuku Anidu who mm-hmm. says, some heads must rule. Yes, we have to. And those people you interview, you see how they were very clear, clarity in thought, etc. They should agitate more because we have to hold some people accountable for this needless embarrassment. Well, holding people accountable, are there legal, any legal options available to the group? Yes. So if they want to sue, definitely they, they may talk to their lawyers and look at it. You know, uh, well, in this interview, it's not legal advice I'm giving, okay? But looking at what we've all heard in the media, to cancel that event at that time so as to make sure that it doesn't come on. No, no, no. It impinges on the freedom of speech. That is jealously garbed in Article 21 of our Constitution. You see, you don't wait when the attendees have showed up at the venue, etc. That's the time you're cancelling. No, no, no. Look at the chaos it's created, the embarrassment. Some heads must rule. Somebody ought to pay for this. Well, and looking closely at the letter to released by the presidency, some are saying that the organizers of the show may have requested the venue under false pretenses. In that letter, it is addressed to the Black Star Line event, but the organizers of this event is New Africa Foundation. What do you have to say about that? That is neither here nor there. Somebody paid money. We change our names day in, day out. People change their names. I, these are red herrings that they are hanging on to. Did you see why the explanation had to come a day after? Uh-huh. I'm sure it's a public backlash that led them to this. One thing is very clear. The person who paid the money, the 10,000 Ghana to them, for which they approved, is the person also involved in Black Star Line or whatever name they are giving it. If it is, that is it. Because I'm sure uh, they would have done their security checks. You knew who was coming. If the security checks cleared all those people, then the name doesn't matter. The name really doesn't matter. You see, in law, we have what we call substance and then form. It's also in many other disciplines, including accounting, etc. So you look at the substance of the matter, please. And you see, we have to move forward as a people. These communist inferior tactics belong to yesterday, yes. Mm. Not in 2024. It's embarrassment. I mean, can you guard people? Can you guard people? But this is how we supported this very government. In 2016, they had internecine fights. They were fighting among themselves, sacking party chairman, party secretary, mm. coordinator, Japan, Kwa, Foko, uh, Krab, and the rest. Yet we went out and voted for them. We shouldn't forget that. We were very disorganized, right. extremely disorganized. Yet we had hoped that Kufuadu was going to turn this economy around in 18 months. We went to vote for him, a beneficiary of our largesse turns around to mastermind such a disgraceful cancellation. Right. Thank you so much, lawyer Martin Pigwell. He's a private law, legal practitioner and activist. Now, the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE, is calling on the youth to reject the advances of any politician that tries to engage them in violent acts and disruptions to mar the 2024 elections. Chairperson of the commission, Kathleen Addy, who has been addressed in a news conference earlier as part of activities to commemorate Constitution Day, which fell yesterday, says citizens have a role to play in ensuring that there's no bloodshed come December 7. Campaigns devoid of provoking religious, cultural, and ethnic tensions. This is what we deserve, and this is what we demand as Ghanaians. In 2024, we urge citizens 
not to condone acts of political intolerance, political vindictiveness, politics of insults, politics of violence, personality attacks, undermining state institutions, especially those mandated to oversee elections, civic education, and the promotion of peace in this country. We especially implore young people to absolutely reject any politician that wants to engage them for violence and expose any politician who seeks to entice them with alcohol, drugs, and anything else so that they will do their bidding. The Commission, during its engagement with citizens this year, will hammer home the message that any politician seeking to recruit for violence or other illegal activities is a nation wrecker and must be rejected without equivocation. This year, let us not lose a life, a limb, or even shed one drop of blood for the sake of politics. Ms. Ali is also urging the electorates to desist from exchanging their votes for money, which she says has failed politicians to continually buy the conscience of the average Ghanaian voter during election. In this very room, in our address to the press, we raise the alarm on the creeping monetization of politics. It is sad to note that one year down the line, we are seeing a deepening of the problem. We are witnesses to the supply of money to voters and the demand for money from voters in the various elections that happened last year. Fellow citizens, this represents an existential threat to our nation and our well-being as individual Ghanaians. It is currently the greatest factor undermining our democracy. Ordinarily, democracy creates a system that ensures that the best of us will emerge to lead. However, money in copious amounts that we see on display in today's politics distorts the system and skews it in favor of those who have and those who can raise money. Kathleen Nadi is chairperson of the NCCE. Now, Finance Minister Ken Ofariata is confident an agreement will be reached with official creditors of a restructuring of Ghana's debt. He expects Ghana to receive $1.15 billion in funding from the IMF and the World Bank by end of February this year. Meanwhile, Ghana's official creditors are scheduled to hold a meeting today for talks on restructuring approximately $5.4 billion in loans extended to the country. Prior to that crucial meeting, in Bright Simmons, Vice President of Imani Africa, holds the view that the Ecofado administration may not manage to finalize the entire external debt restructuring before the conclusion of its term later this year. He spoke to my colleague Isaac Kofiji. I don't think by the time the government is out of office, we have all the restructuring done. Because the reason I bring that up is because if the government think of this comparability of treatment issue that has now stalled Zambia's program, Zambia has been at it for three years. They still don't have it restructured. I don't think the government is that keen on restructuring. Why? Very simple. Restructuring itself doesn't help the government. You know why? Because then you have to start paying. Now it's simply not paying. It's paying nothing. Restructuring means you have to pay, start paying something. Unless you can get long deferments so it doesn't pay anything at all. That is what guaranteed. 
Annie and Bryce Simmons, Vice President of Imani Africa. You're listening to the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. Just gone by lawyer and activist Professor Lumumba his hard at government over the cancellation of the new Africa Convention as he suspects foul play. And also coming up this afternoon, we take you to the world of jazz music. We'll tell you why listening to jazz music can be beneficial to your health and the push by musical for Ghanaians to hook onto it. Jazz music is it's a difficult thing to push worldwide but the the thing is once you are you know very good in jazz you can play anything else difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. Welcome back to the Midday News. We have sports. Thank you very much, my Macy. So all 27 players who are actually selected for the mm-hmm. Africa Cup of Nations, which starts on Saturday, are ready, with the exception of Mohamed Kudus. He arrived late because of an injury he suffered. Oh, so he's finally in. Yeah, he's in town, but he's not with the Black Stars team yet. He will join the team on Wednesday. And of course, he'll be fit for the tournament which starts on Saturday. But the friendly tonight is a crucial one for the Black Stars. Exactly. It's an opportunity for Chris Hutin to fine-tune the squad ahead of the opener against Cape Verde. Mm-hmm. Steven Zando watched them train and reports. We turned to the Babaiwa Sports Stadium yesterday to train with 26 players in camp and it was the sixth of training. Only star player Kudus Mohammed is yet to report and our checks reveal Kudus has arrived in Ghana but has injury concerns and is expected to join the team before leaving the shores of Ghana on Wednesday. It is likely Kudus will not play a part in today's friendly match against Namibia which will kick off at 8pm. You may ask why the 8pm kickoff? Well, according to the technical team, Ghana's First two games at the 2023 AFCON against Cape Verde and Egypt to be played at 8 p.m. in the West African country, so they want the players to have a feel of night football. The stars will return for another behind-closed-door training tomorrow at the Babayara Sports Stadium before departure on Wednesday to make another attempt to end Ghana's 42-year AFCON trophy drought. Yeah, that's Steven Zamudude. Let's hear from uh, former Black Stars coach Kesia Pia on what the team must improve upon in tonight's friendly. I think we've got quality players, you know, if you look at me. Is it three locals? Yeah, three locals. We've got all of them. Second of the players is, uh, uh, we have repeated this so many times. Yes. And it's because when you don't sign your players to approach a match, you know, with different determination, then automatically you might relax. And before you realize the opposing team will gain a lot of confidence and then it will be a problem for you. But when you sign them to a level where 
right from the word go, or the person, they start the game, you know, with us and all sorts of things, automatically you can achieve. That's former Black Stars coach. Akwesi Apia. Back to you, Mamisi. Thank you, Mubarak. Now, 27-year-old Esther Donko traveled from the Ashanti region to Accra seeking greener pastures. Unable to find a job, she's left with no option but to spend her nights at the mercy of the weather on the pavement of the Kwame Nkrumah interchange. To survive, she's forced into a relationship with a driver's mate, resulting in an unplanned pregnancy. Today, we shed light on the struggles of Esther and others like her who remain resolute in the face of adversity hoping for a better future in the heart of the Kwame Nkrumah circle interchange in Accra are many homeless people resting on the pavements among those who rest here is 27 year old Esther Donko she's pregnant but has never been to the hospital for prenatal care her dream is to get a free doctor's appointment to know how her fetus is faring I need help so that I can go to the hospital. Esther relocated to Accra from Kumasi, seeking greener pastures. She found out that the grass in a part of Accra was in a greener. I came to Accra to find a job, but I have not gotten any since I came. I came to work as a chopper assistant. Her desperation to survive led her to rely on a driver's mate. The outcome is an unplanned pregnancy. And stay with the driver's mate who feeds me. The same guy got me pregnant. Esther says she's skilled in breeding and hopes to find a job that can help her make money to care for her unborn child. 20-year-old Faustina Nuno from South Point, the central region, also shares a similar story. I followed a friend to come here. I left home at SHS2 because I was being maltreated at home. I have been here for almost a year. I thought I would get help when I come here. But life is not easy out here. Faustina says she regrets leaving home but cannot go back empty-handed. Esther and Faustina are counting on kind hearts to support them in fulfilling their dreams this year. Their stories echo the common struggles of the homeless. Any kind gesture might stitch their despair and give them hope for the new year. Prince Kwame Kudoga's report for joining us. Well, when Ghanaian chef Faila Abdul Razak took the challenge to break the world record for the longest cooking marathon, she did not anticipate that her effort will result in a whole new economy for the people of Tamale. After eight days of cooking, Joy News' Lois Ademi reports that several residents of Tamale have now found themselves new businesses. We'll take you live there now for more. Lois, first of all, how's her cooking going? Very much. Um... I am happy to see that her cooking is doing extremely, extremely well. Um, everyone in Kamali can attest to the fact that the consistency is key. She's cooking for eight days now, but the food still tastes good and it's amazing. I mean, on a regular day, for someone who has been cooking for eight days, people would have been expecting that the food would not taste as good as it does now. But trust me, I am here. I have tasted the food from day one, a few of the dishes, and they still taste really good. She's also extremely doing well she's fine body-wise physically she looks fit and um she's just to go so everything here is actually fine and the cooking is going on very well 
Well, tell us about the new business environment created in Tamale as a result of this Cookathon challenge. Wow, thank you again. And um, so this uh, Cookathon has actually opened doors for a lot of people to actually make good money. So I have personally had the experience of, or the chance to speak to people who uh, sell things here. So people who um, sell drinks, food, clothes, and trust me, they've said this so many times that they're casting out, they're making good money since the Cookathon started. Vendors have trooped in, they have stands here. And I mean, it's, they're just really making good money. So economically, I can say that Cookathon is not only for Phyla, but it has also opened doors for a lot of people in Tamale to make very, very good money. Well, Lois, we know that she's attempting to break the 119-hour uh, record to make it to 120, but she's still cooking. How many hours has she done so far? So, so far, she just clocked 180 hours. So, initially, she was supposed to end yesterday, but, I mean, if you see Shafala, as I said earlier, she looks strong, she looks fit, and now she's going for 10 good days. So, we have, you know, two more days ahead of us. Um, she is trying to break the record and make it very difficult for anybody who tries to make or to make the attempt break the record. So yes, she's going for a total of two hundred and forty hours and right now she's done hundred and eighty. Right. And who has been eating the food? Everybody. Everybody has I, I just said that I have tasted multiple of the dishes. My favorite my personal favorite is Jolok and she's I mean, everybody says that we have celebrities coming in yesterday. SBK came to face the food, Clemente Suarez. Um, in fact, everybody has, even the audience. And the good thing is that she has given us the chance to also go to the orphanages to give out to them. So everybody, in fact, the whole family has faced that chef pilot Wow, that's interesting and wonderful. Thank you so much. Lois Ademi is my colleague in Tamale observing Chef Fahil Abdul Razak cook and try to break that record for the Guinness World Records. If you're new to it, this is jazz music. It's not been popular in Ghana, but that's about to change as a new movement has been launched to help push patronage in Ghana. The Ghana Jazz Foundation launched in Accra over the weekend wants to make Ghana a destination for jazz music. My colleague Jacqueline Lansmayabwa has more. Jazz music originated in the African-American communities of New Orleans, Louisiana in the late 19th and early 20th centuries with its roots in blues and ragtime. It has been recognized as a major form of musical expression in traditional and popular music since then. Some jazz music enthusiasts have linked it to positive health benefits such as lower blood pressure and assisting with chronic pain conditions. Listening to jazz music can help people relax and